This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi guys, it's Chris from Offscript. You are listening to the Offscript podcast. Uh, now we're going back to an interview that we did on the show with Ingrid Brewer-Chammers. Who is that? I hear you ask. Well, she is a Dubai-based psychologist. She's a psychotherapist. She's also a massive fan of the show. She was tuning in one day when I was talking about my fear, my phobia of spiders. She got in touch with us and she told us about something called BWRT. Uh, what is all of that about? Well, she came into the studio to discuss it and help me cure my phobia. Now stick around because there is some extra bonus material at the end of our chat with Ingrid. She's so lovely, so accommodating with her time. She actually gives us an example of BWRT. The Big Interview with Offscript. Right then, Sonal Rapani, I've got a question for you. Any phobias? Ooh, um, I guess slightly of heights. Ah, yeah. You and me both. Not like a massive one, not like a debilitating one, but yeah, slightly. Right, yeah, a... you're not overly. Oh, and yeah, kind of birds. Pigeons. Yeah. Yeah. I that. forget about that sometimes, but yes. Pigeons. Lo- but specifically large flocks of them. Freak the heck out of you, Robbie Greenfield. Phobias. Well, yeah, I mean, heights. I, mean, I just, as, as, as I've banged on about, I, I couldn't do a bungee jump. I simply couldn't persuade my brain to launch off that platform. Mm. I just couldn't do it. Well, one uh, lady who joins us now, and we are talking all things phobias between now and maybe six o'clock. Let's see how this conversation goes. We're excited about this because I, any regular listener will know, I have a real phobia of spiders, so much so that my 75-year-old mother is still awoken when I'm at home in wee Falkenberg, northeast of Scotland. Three in the morning, I'll spot a spider. I kid you not, you can say I'm a sad man. It's the truth. Mum, mum, wake up. There's a spider. you got to get through and sort At this out. At three in the morning? You'd wake her up? I've been there, yeah, genuinely. Can't go back to sleep with a spider in my room. No chance. I'm the only other person well, in that house. Well, a glass and nope. a little piece of paper that you can... Doesn't work. Genuinely, Connie McCarty's getting woken up. Well, one woman who will be helping <laughs> me with this phobia, and she'll be helping you, hopefully, with any phobias that you may have, is Ingrid Brewer-Chalmers. She is a psychotherapist, a psychologist, a coach, a therapist. Call her what you will. 25 years' experience, based right here in Dubai. I've got to say, Ingrid, first and foremost, a happy Thursday, happy new year. Welcome to our humble abode. Thank you. Um, I heard yesterday that we weren't saying happy new year anymore. So. Forget oh. it. Don't <laughs> yes. listen to these two. I will extend you the courtesy. <laughs> Extend. Thank you very much. Happy New Year to you too. Thank you so Chris much. Chris runs all the way up to the 30th, 31st yes. of Jan, I think. Maybe the 31st of December at this rate. Ingrid, great to have you in. Thank you. Uh, because I should say a massive thank you because you listen to us most days. Not many people do that, so thank you for that. Well, I'm usually driving to and from something that my daughter's doing, but yes, <laughs> we'll take listen that. to you most days. And we spoke about phobias, oh, I think it was back in maybe October yes. of last year, and you messaged in to say, Chris... I may just be your saviour. And I reached out to you, or at least producer Rog reached out to you. We've actually had a bit of a session. Yeah. I loved every single second of it. Let's start with you, though. Talk to us about your experience and kind of what it is that you do and, and, and kind of your profession, if you will. Sure. I started life as a psychologist working primarily in business. And that's one of the reasons I came to one of the therapies that we're going to talk about today, because it's efficient and it's effective and it works. Um, and then I moved on to with traveling, with getting married, with, you know, the commitments of family life. Um, I figured that I needed something that I could do from home. And so that's why I retrained as a clinical hypnotherapist and then found other things like NLP, um, coaching and finally BWRT, which we yes. want to talk about today. So just, just can you sum up, Ingrid, the difference between kind of hypnotherapy and regular therapy where you go and discuss your issues and, and what have you with a therapist? 
That's a really good question. In clinical hypnotherapy, you're basically relying on deep relaxation. So you're inviting the conscious brain to turn down the volume and be less critical. So for example, if I came to you and said, I can do this for you, your conscious mind is already going, well, I don't know, have you got the right qualifications? <laughs> Who are you? Where do you come from? I don't know if I believe you and all that kind of stuff. With clinical hypnotherapy, what that does is it turns down that volume, that, that critical mind, yeah. so that it allows the subconscious to do the work. And we know that the subconscious is at least 90% of our brains, of our psyches. And so the work that it does can be faster, more effective, more efficient. And it's used a lot in coaching and in therapy to kind of help speed up a process of talk therapy. Talk therapy still being valid, but it takes longer. Mm. And with something like clinical hypnotherapy, you can take less time. Oh. And now most of us are familiar with the idea of therapy, of clinical hypnotherapy, but talk us through brain working recursive therapy, BRWT, which is what you actually tried on Chris. Yes, you performed it on How me. is this different? Because this also is working with the subconscious, but in a different way. It is. So it's not inviting the subconscious to take a break. So BWRT was discovered about 12 years ago by a therapist in the UK called Terence Watts. And he was reviewing some work that had been done in the 1980s by a researcher in the US called Benjamin Libet. And Libet essentially found two things that are really important to this therapy. The first thing that he found was that there's a tiny gap in our reactions to the way things work. So if I said, if I picked up a ball and threw it at you, Robbie, you wouldn't the, catch it. You, <laughs> <laughs> but you might have time to duck or instantly react. And then it's really a second or two later that your brain goes, oh, there's a ball, I'd better catch it or duck. And it's right in this gap that we have the chance to use this therapy. Because the second thing that Libet found, which is what's most important to this therapy, is that our programming is quite efficient. So the first time something happens, the subconscious kind of goes, ah, that worked, therefore I will use it. Yeah. Especially if it's in the fight or flight instinct, which something like a fear of spiders would be. So it, the subconscious goes, well, that works. Why would I do it differently any other time? It worked. So screaming and running away or <laughs> calling mama in the middle of the night. Um, Does the subconscious works. rule the, the conscious mind? Yes. So whenever you have, for example, New Year's resolutions, topical subject of what yes. we're talking about right now. Whenever you have a New Year's resolution and you think, oh, my goodness, why can I not do this? Why can't I go to the gym every day? Why can't I give up alcohol? I'm a sensible, competent, capable human being. Why can't I do this? Because the subconscious has some drive not to do it. Either mm. it's preserving you in some way, so fear of heights. This is a sensible reason why you should oh, be yeah. afraid of heights. You might fall. Yeah. So the, the, the subconscious is saying, I am doing my job of looking after you. Why would you do something else? So BWRT goes right at the source of here's what happened. Let's create a little pause or gap. And then let's reframe or re-educate your brain to something that is more appropriate and allows you to lead your life effectively today. We're going to get back to this. Uh, it's fascinating. I can tell you that Ingrid did do a session with me and I walked out of said session feeling 10 feet tall. You could have thrown tarantulas at me. I would have battered them. I would have helped could them. we experiment with that? I'd love to see that. The Offscript Podcast. Love to see it, so We've gone a bit serious. We've gone, dare I say, 
proper informative. A little bit intellectual. Yes, that's the word I was We're delving for. into neuroscience. We're delving into psychotherapy. And that's all with Ingrid Brewer-Chalmers, our guest currently in the studio. We've been hearing a little bit from Ingrid about the background of therapy, about how it works versus other kind of therapies that go into the subconscious. And she's been telling us about BRWT. It's called Brain Working Recursive Therapy, which is something, Ingrid, you say, actually is really direct at working with the subconscious. Can you tell us a little bit more about how it goes? Yes, of course. It's, um, it's quite different and it's quite new. And so it takes a little bit of explanation. The, the basic principles of BWRT are that when we uh, are in a situation, there is a small gap between the uh, reactions that we have to that situation and our awareness of what's going on. So the example I often use is if I pick up a tennis ball and throw it at you, you catch the ball or duck yeah. long before your brain has the chance to say, oh, there's a ball, I'd better catch and so on. So this research that Benjamin Libet did in the 1980s in the, in the United States um, helped Terence Watts, who is the, the developer of this whole BWRT process, um, to realize that we could use this gap to do something. The second part of Libet's research was that he found that we are sort of pre-programmed. Our subconscious is very efficient. So once it reacts once to something and it happens again, it goes, well, I know this, we go yeah. that way. Yeah. So let's just do it again and let's just do it again. And of course, every time you do it again and again and again, you're reinforcing that that was the right thing in the first place. And so you keep going, doing those things over and over and over again at the very simple level. So what we understand in BWRT is we have this gap. So if we can use this gap and freeze your natural reaction just for a few seconds, and instead of the programming taking you off in direction X, why not get the program to take you off in direction Y? Y being determined by the client themselves. So mm. I'm not saying you should behave like this and you should do that. But the client and myself, we work together to work out what would be more appropriate, what would be more relevant for you in that context. Because running away from a spider or screaming in the middle of a board meeting is probably not the reaction that you want to have. <laughs> not at all. Now, you were telling us off air as well that there's actually a case study here. The South African police have actually adopted some of the BRWT techniques. Tell us a little bit more about that. Let's get this into for the layman out there. Sure. How does it work? So one of the reasons that the South African police force adopted BWRT is um, they obviously have a lot of trauma in South Africa. You know, there's constant uh, issues and so on. So the police force is very traumatized. But it's a police force that they need to get back out there as fast as possible. It's also a very macho culture. And because it's a macho culture, they don't really want to talk about everything. Mm. Now, BWRT is very interesting is because unlike many other therapies, it doesn't need you to go back into the roots of why I am this way and what happened to cause me to be that way. And I have no problem at all with that as a therapy approach. I use it myself and there are um, it's horses for courses. But with BWRT in the police force, it allows the police um, officers to get back out on the street much faster, being able to deal with it. They don't need to talk about what's causing them concern. Actually, BWRT doesn't care why. It just cares that. Okay, so I'm going to pick up on something you said that it doesn't care about that well, individual's fear. It, to, to your point, it, it's... Dare I say it's a quick fix? It's a. It seems the way you described it there, it's like a band aid. There might be a lot of our listeners thinking, "Well, hold on a second. Does it actually get to the nubbin 
of the real issue. If you're telling me for the police, the South African police, it's like, right, this is quick, it's efficient, doesn't mean you have to, you don't have to talk loads, let's get you back on the street. So To that end, it actually sounds like, well, is this a long-term solution or a short-term one? Well, because you're asking somebody to change the programming of the way they're going to go with their reaction, there's absolutely no reason to think that you're going to go back. Mm. There's nothing that would make it go back. You've reprogrammed it to go a different way. It's not a Band-Aid at all, because a Band-Aid to me would mean that it would come off within a few days or a few weeks. There's no suggestion whatsoever to say that this would go back. Now, if you haven't addressed the whole issue or you haven't dealt with it thoroughly or properly, there's a small chance that some issues might come up. But again, another session or two of BWRT would mean that that issue was dealt with. Not in any way that makes it a bad thing or repressing it into your subconscious. Just literally, I can step over it and walk from it, walk away from it. Mm. And we'll get, let's get into what this looks like. And I'll actually turn to Chris for this because you did a session yeah, about did. two months ago. Yeah, I did. So what did you experience so, as somebody going through this process? So I think, and then by my own admission, Ingrid, we had a long couple of chats. It was the height of World Cup. So finding time, pinning me down for some time was the first port of call. And I kind of entered into it not really aware or not sure what to expect. Sure. Always a little scepticism. Of course, that's just, I'm a Scots at the end of the day. There's always pessimism and scepticism in anything that we do. And then the process itself, it was it was like you were a little Tasmanian devil. Ingrid, <laughs> you were coming at me because you're right. You asked the moment where I, I you, the, the kind of most powerful moment that I feared spiders. Little boy, big spider on the wall, ah, ran away. You remember that clearly. I can you? remember that. Oh, gives me the heebie-jeebies to this day. And then Ingrid said, right, let's replace that. Think of a happy moment. Where do you think I went, Robbie? Manchester United, of course, 1999. Of course I did. Old Trafford, watching Man United. Of course I did. And then it was a case of, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to belittle or, and forgive me, Ingrid. You come at me if I'm getting this wrong. And then it was you were talking at me. You were yeah. talking at me intensely, quickly. Yeah. There, there was real cadence to your voice, and yeah. I actually went into a bit of a trance. You said you talked about hypno. I felt. I, I didn't feel all there. You, you yeah. really sucked me. You were almost like dead and brown, for goodness sake. <laughs> I, I felt away, away with it. Yeah. And my, my body, genuinely, and I'm a sceptic of this, kind of fell on fire. Yeah. And then when I came out of it, I mean, you were here, so yeah. when I came out, I was spaced out, felt 10 foot tall. And again, the most amazing thing about this, and I'm saying this to the listeners, it took us, what, 20 minutes? You yeah. kind of screamed at me for maybe seven, eight minutes, coming at me quickly with, get that out. Again, it was quite hypnotic, I go back to Ingrid, is that a fair summarisation or have I kind of belittled it a little? I would pull away from the word hypnotic yeah, because so it's not but um, BWRT practitioners are trained in a certain way of putting across the process and the message. Yes. One of the reasons is that our subconscious responds to the urgency in your voice. So for example if I said to you um, Chris, over there, there's a big hole. So just be a bit careful, you know, watch out what you're doing. You might not even listen to me, but if I go, oh, Chris, watch out, watch out, you'll stop, yes. you'll pay attention. And it's the same with what we're doing there. Now, I'm not shouting quite so strongly during the process of BWRT, but I am still creating an urgency. Yes. And I'm taking you forward to your future self and pulling you back so that your um, past self gets got rid of I'm putting a future memory in there where you can see and identify that you will do that thing yeah. in the future 
and then bringing you back to your memory and then um, pushing away the past memory as much as possible. And all that time, there are sort of millions of neural pathways in your brain that are reframing and readjusting and spinning around your brain in order to facilitate this. How are you circumnavigating the, the uh, cynical conscious mind in this scenario? Well, that's a completely separate set of um, therapies. If you're talking about clinical hypnotherapy, it's a, se a separate set of things. Um, I think what's happening with BWRT is you're not accessing the same parts of the brain that clinical hypnotherapy would be. And in this instance, with the BWRT, because you're so urgent, I don't know if you would agree with this, Chris, your brain almost doesn't have the chance no, to go doesn't. anywhere else. No, it doesn't. Trust so me, it doesn't. There's not any time or any bandwidth for your brain to actually start thinking, oh, wait a minute, I don't know about this. And we do set it up to say, go with it as much yeah. as you can. Just go with this thing. But actually, you don't really have the chance or the time to. It, you, you, it's so rapid yeah. fire. And, and to that question, well, I would say oh, when I entered into it and, and, and Ingrid you know, asked me, you, you, you've got a commitment to say that I'm going to be honest about the fear, where that strongest fear was. I'm going to be honest about the happy memory I'm going to replace it with. You close your eyes, you listen, and you just engage for that 10, 15 minutes. Okay. You get over the scepticism by making that conscious decision. Listen, Ingrid, you've got 15 minutes work your magic. And I must say, you did. It was a powerful, powerful 50 minutes. And, and again, I'll be honest with you, I've never experienced anything quite like it. And I'm not here to sell a book no, or promote something. I'm just a real passionate ambassador of the approach because it is very efficient. It works. And there are lots of people out there that would benefit. And I think in the, an age where we're really trying to deal with mental health yeah. with some sense and use money effectively, we're always being told such and such can't get um, any help because that whole institution is full or that organization is full. There aren't enough psychiatrists. There aren't enough psychologists. There aren't enough clinical hypnotherapists to go around. BWRT does provide a lot of the answers. Having said that, it's not for everything no. or for everyone, but I definitely think as a coach, either in business, I do use it for um, performance management, for um, any situation, public speaking, any situation where people might have to perform at some level. Um, imposter syndrome, very good for helping people with imposter syndrome. Yeah, guilty of that. So I, I use it yeah. a lot in organisations at that can level. Book a package. Yeah, listen, I should <laughs> be booking <laughs> imposter syndrome. Check uh, spiders. <laughs> check driving. Check. Actually, you say that, Robbie. But to be honest, if we did arachnophobia, then driving, your patterns might already start to fix themselves a little bit. One, one might cascade into another. I've seen that a few times where clients have come to me with a list of issues and actually dealing with the anxiety of one helps deal with the anxiety of the next one, helps deal with the anxiety of the next one. I don't know. I can't say for sure because every client is I, different. Well, I know where my paycheck's do, going at the end of this do month. Do we need to get Chris and a spider in close proximity? Is this, I mean... You know, is Chris, is Chris I, cured? I really wish I had one to pull out of my bag and put on the table, <laughs> I but I don't this evening. Oh, I I'm must, sorry. I must admit, we should put it to the test. Cause we I, should I, do. I feel, Otherwise, we won't know, right? I feel I, I feel as if I could be... I could be uh, Does anyone have a spider cancer. they can bring us? Yeah, let us know for zero. You know, we, all we need to do is get you to put a jar over a spider. 
Yeah. No spider was harmed in the making of this experiment, yeah. you know. Yeah, we wouldn't need you to have a tarantula on your hand, well, just a, a jar and maybe over a, a spider. Another couple yeah. of sessions with England to have a tarantula in my hand, but yeah. I do genuinely feel it was massively beneficial. The driving one's a genuine one, and you were telling us off-air, a lot of people come to you over fears of driving, yes? So I've been surprised that when I've been talking about BWRT here in Dubai, quite a lot of people have come to me and said, I have a fear of driving. Not just because of Dubai, but I think Dubai exacerbates it to a great extent. And I don't know what it's been like for you, but when I first arrived in Dubai, people kind of delighted in telling me horror stories of driving around Dubai. It's Dubai for you. A lot of people do. Um, And so I could really understand why some people found that that was very difficult. But in the last six months, I've worked with several people who've had a fear of driving, and I'm glad to say that they've gone out to be successful. Tell you what, Ingrid. One lady within just a couple of weeks messaged me to say, I've been out to buy myself a Porsche and I'm oh. driving around Dubai. So, well, I can tell you um, right now, if um, you cure my feet of driving, I will not be buying a Porsche. <laughs> the, uh, maybe, the a twingo. Here, maybe a twingo like Gerard PK. As someone has just messaged in, who is this lady, please? Ingrid Brewer-Chalmers has been with us. Psychotherapist, coach, psychologist. I mean, you do it all, 25 years experience Ingrid how do people get in touch with you how do you uh, well I guess make people's dreams because there'll be people out there who've had fears for years like me who want to get over them don't say come true I don't I didn't say <laughs> so probably the easiest way is I have a website so www.ingridbc.com uh, that's probably the easiest way and um do it. Get in uh, touch with this lady. I'm going to uh, be in touch with you, I think, a bit more. I have said to the producer that I can put information on yep. whatever social media platforms you have, follow up some of the science behind it, some of the case studies, some of the examples. Might be interesting for anybody who would like to know more. Final question from us, perhaps the most pertinent for all the hubbies out there. Ravi's been in touch. Does BWRT help fear of wife? <laughs> I think it would be unethical for me to answer that. <laughs> Very good answer. Ingrid Brewer-Chalmers, fantastic. Thank you so much Thank you for, for coming in. Me. Thanks for listening yes, to the show. Oh, I love it. And thanks for <laughs> messaging in as well, Ingrid. Always a pleasure. And yes, I think you and I are going to be working a little bit more. Got to get too. driving this year. Got to get driving this Appreciate year. Appreciate it, you guys. The Off Script Podcast. Thank you for listening to our chat there with Ingrid Brewer-Chalmers on Off Script. I hope you enjoyed it. And as promised... Now, Ingrid was kind enough to send us some bonus audio by way of an example of BWRT. This is a little session, so my suggestion, find a quiet place and enjoy. We're just going to do a sort of introduction to the process of BWRT, something that might whet your appetite for more and build some confidence that this process might work for you. It's a kind of blanket technique today that's not aimed at any situation in particular. So you can choose any problem or issue you want to work on. However, I would recommend choosing something fairly simple for this one, something that makes you feel uncomfortable rather than anything that has you, say, running around screaming your head off. Just follow the steps as I lay them out for you. It does work best if you close your eyes to eliminate any distractions and I will remind you at what point you should open your eyes later. Keep breathing easily and normally. Step one. Imagine how you might look from the outside if the problem or issue had simply gone away and make this as vivid in your thoughts as you can. Don't worry if it seems at all daft or unlikely And don't worry about what anyone else might think about it. Just imagine it anyway, in the privacy of your mind. 
and store that image of the different self somewhere in your thoughts. This is one of the most important parts of the process. Step two, now think of a clock with an hour hand, a minute hand, and another hand that is often called a second hand so that you can see the clock working with the tick, 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 tick movement of that third hand. Make that as vivid in your mind as you can. You don't have to think of this at the same time as step one. Just think of the clock right now. Just focus on making that as clear as you can. Step three. Next, think of a time when you were experiencing the problem or the issue and try to find that uncomfortable feeling associated with it. It actually doesn't matter if you can't find it exactly, just the mere fact of trying to find it sends the right message back to the subconscious mind. Imagine how you might look from the outside at the time when you're feeling uncomfortable now. And make that as vivid as you can, even though that might not be the most pleasant of things. Step four. As soon as you can find that uncomfortable feeling, that difficult feeling, or try your hardest to find that feeling, just imagine you can stop time somehow so that the image is locked tight in the past. And you can see now that your clock has stopped too. In fact, everything has stopped except you. You can just walk out of the locked scene and adopt the new different self you created in step one. Step five. Now for step five, zoom right in to feel as if you actually become that different self, that new self, so that now it's as if you're on the inside looking out on the world, as if you've taken on that new skin, make it as clear as you can with sights, smells, sounds, things that are around you in this new space. Notice how great that feels. And notice too that your clock has started ticking again. Step six. Now go back through steps three, four and five again, several times. I'm gonna guide you now a few more times. So, find a time when you were experiencing the problem and find that uncomfortable feeling and make that really vivid. Then imagine you can stop time and lock that feeling in the past, but you could move around walk out of that scene into the new scene of yourself when the problem or issue has gone away. Make that so vivid that you're on the inside now looking out and see that clock starting again. Now go back through the loops, find a time when you were experiencing the problem and find that uncomfortable feeling and make it vivid. Then imagine you can stop time, lock that uncomfortable feeling in the past, but you can move around and walk out of that scene into the new scene of yourself 
when the problem or issue has gone away. Make that so vivid that you are now on the inside looking out and see the clock starting again. Again through the loops, find a time when you are experiencing the problem and find that uncomfortable feeling and make it really vivid. Now imagine you can stop time and lock the uncomfortable feeling in the past, but you're going to walk out of that and into the scene of your new self when the problem or issue has gone away. Make that so vivid that you'll now go on the inside looking out and see the clock starting again. We go back through steps three, four, and five a few times until you're happy with how you feel or after six repeats, which is about the maximum useful number of times. Slowly and easily, you can open your eyes now. Although this is far from the full BWRT experience, it does give you a flavor of what to expect and it can be used in all sorts of situations. If you'd like to know more, please feel free to get in touch with me. No obligation whatsoever, but my website is www.ingridbc.com. I hope you find this useful. The Offscript Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please do go ahead and click subscribe. You can also check out our other podcasts, Time Capsule or The Big Interview. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. 